welcome to the podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another week of Romance and Color. Yes, another week of Romance and Color. You're a place for real inclusive romance. Um, we are your hosts again, Tati and Yakini. Um, coming back to you. Um, we had a great discussion last week about um, you know, the golden age of rom coms and things yes. like that. Oh, that was so fun. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. So um uh, we had such a good time talking about that. Um and you know, oh my god, it just made me go back this weekend and watch some old ones. You did what about you? Yeah, oh yeah. I, I watched Deliver Us from Eva. <laughs> Oh, I watched man. um I watched Jump in the Broom. Not my favorite, but it was on the list. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then and then I watched um oh god, what did I watch? Oh yeah, I said I watched Half Plenty. So okay. I watched I watched all three of those and it was so like it was filled me with such joy and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. rewatching old stuff just gives you such a good feeling. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so how was your weekend otherwise? Um, my weekend was really good. It was relaxing. Very randomly, me and my son have been looking for a puppy because he wants a puppy. Aww. So a lot of times are we all nothing, but <laughs> it's going to be a lot of work for me. But I'm prepared. Wait, so a lot wait, of times wait. are weekends. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question. But what about Olive? the bird so olive who is my true love that's <laughs> so that's that's my boyfriend's bird so i get oh. to see olive yeah yeah yeah. olive is not mine i know that i i post a lot of picture and video so it seems like olive lives with me it but I, <laughs> I get to see olive every other weekend which is when my boyfriend and i spend time together uh-huh. so either he brings olive to my house or i when i go over there i spend time with olive so we were just talking about olive and a dog today because my mom was like, well, do you want me to get you a bird? Because obviously you're smitten with Olive. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, no, no, no. The priority is this puppy for my son. And I mm-hmm. don't know how a bird and a puppy would mix. So I think I'm just going to yeah. continue to enjoy it. Right. Olive. <laughs> yeah. When I when I see my man and, I, and the puppy something separate. Because I don't know. And Olive is very <laughs> aggressive. He would try to fight the dog. And probably oh, no. ends up. Yeah. So I <laughs> I don't share those videos, but Olive has a very aggressive side. I don't trust him around at all. Olive's <laughs> all sweet and like, and like laying on your chest and like on your head. That stuff. is, those are the Instagram, that's the Instagram Olive. Olive has another side, <laughs> just like people. People post their Instagram selves and then there's their true selves sometimes. Instagram Olive. That is, I, <laughs> Olive is showing his best self on there. Oh my but God. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the real olive i'll have to show you some videos separately okay okay so how was how was your weekend <laughs> it was it was it was good we had actually had a kid-free weekend oh that's um, a rare treat yes very rare treat <laughs> little one was with grandma and we nice. actually went to see um Black Panther, as performed by the ASO, the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. Oh, nice. Um, the entire score and stuff by Ludwig Gerson. It was amazing. And so we were sitting there. And look, I went all out, honey, because I had me a Black Panther dress. Oh, like, no. my dress. My dress had Black Panthers on it. Um, you look you go, bomb with that thank braid you. and the, the Black Panther outfit. Oh, my God, you look so good. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the best part about it was we were just sitting there, and the conductor, who was Black, was like, um, yeah, we have a rare treat tonight. Um, 
He said we have a red, two red trees. One of them was the guy who kind of played the little drum sound. There's like do 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 in in the um mm. in the movie. He was there, so we were all like, yeah. So oh nice. so he came out he said but wait 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 there's more we have someone from the movie here oh. um you may know them it's lupita nyong'o i what? screamed girl i screamed what? i was screaming like oh. like tears and she looks so good she's a very I know petite she woman she's a very tiny I bet petite she's woman. so gorgeous in person i bet she's so, so gorgeous yeah she had braids she's like a teenager up there with braids yeah. and her yeah. glasses on but she's here because they're filming black panther 2 here okay um and so oh, it's going in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the on the Tyler Perry soundstage and okay. stuff like that. Okay, because so, it's that place is huge. It used to be an old um, army base, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. now it's a studio with so many. He has a replica of the White House there. Hold on. Okay. So, anyway, mm-hmm. um, and huge sound stages. So they're filming there, and so she's like, I can't give anything away about the movie, but mm-hmm. you know, you guys mm-hmm. are gonna love it. And then she said, you know, she was really kind of like, oh, this is, I'm going to be here for a little while, but you know, it's hard for me to look up and see Chadwick, blah, blah, blah. But yes, it was such a, yes. oh my God, it was such a treat. And it was so nice. Was it, it like was, a musical, like a stage play or so, was it like music? Like so what, what were the visuals? So, so, so what happened was they played the movie. Okay. Black Panther, the whole movie, plus an intermission, girl, what was that three hours? Plus an intermission. But what they did was they played the movie. They played the they played the movie and they played the music from the movie live. Wow! So, oh, that's amazing. So, yeah, it was really. I've cool. never heard of such a thing. That is so cool. Yeah. So the ASO is doing it all season. They're doing it with different movies. Do they silence the music while it's while they're playing like the live orchestra? Yes. Or is it yes. Yes. They silence the music. Oh wow! So you couldn't really you the, the music was muted. The, mm-hmm. the what they did was punch up the the um, dialogue and the music was muted. And so um, they played the they played the music. It was wonderful. It was so wonderful. That sounds like an amazing. Um, and it was it was so beautiful to see all the beautiful black people in Atlanta dressed up yes. in their Black Panther finest. And yes, stuff. yes. And then yes. when she was like, he was like, are there are there any people that haven't seen Black Panther? And then people raised their hands. I was oh, like, what? Like, who oh are my y'all? God, right. dare you? You know what I'm saying? Who are y'all? Y'all didn't. So he okay. was like, well, you're gonna get a chance to watch the movie now. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I was a little skeptical, but it was really, really good. It yeah. turned out so well. But yeah, oh, that's that was my weekend. Yeah, what a highlight! What a highlight! So anyway, like I was saying, we we to recap last week, we did talk about the golden age of romance, uh, with black romance in the '90s and early 2000s movies. Again, please go out and watch some of those classic movies. We also talked about um, Will Smith. Confirming that he had an open relationship with Jada mm-hmm. and the little indiscretions in the GQ magazine interview. I hope you guys and, had a chance to check that out. It was a really yeah, good interview. Yeah. yeah, it was very good. That and was then, just a small piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a very small piece of it. And then uh, we talked about Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey still going pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bow Wow and Diddy having to talk about dating exes and things of that nature. <laughs> um, also, I got the fall 2021 reading list up. Hopefully you guys saw that on Instagram. A lot of awesome, awesome books um, that um, are out. And then hopefully you guys took advantage of that and pre-ordered some and or um, ordered some that are on the list. So it's a, it's a pretty, like about 10 books on there. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. Some of my friends who've written books as well. I'm not saying that just because they're my friends, but 
there have excellent books period um uh-huh, uh-huh. and then reading romance i talked about uh kenya wright's quarantine and chill again i will be interviewing her this week and that podcast will air next week um uh, with kenya wright about quarantine and chill and for our listening podcast we talked about brazen listening romance we talked about brazen babes podcast with taim and sharonda Hopefully you all check them out too on Spotify. So that was pretty much a recap of, of, of last week. So Yakini, what's up in hot topics in romance, girls? So it's gotta be something. Yeah, there's so there's some things going on. Unless you've been living under a rock this past week, you probably already heard the exciting announcement. You know, our favorite Cosby kid and also um, Hallmark Christmas movie queen Keisha yeah. Nicolian. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she's been dating actor and heartthrob um, Brad James. And we've seen him and talked about him as well because he's been in some movies that we've enjoyed and stuff. Oh, so yes. they've been, uh-huh. yeah. So they met on the set of, I think it's called Pride and Prejudice Atlanta. Did you ever watch that show? Yes, I did. Was, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a cute show. It was show a or movie. Not. It was a oh, it was a movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was a remake of Pride and Prejudice. Okay. Yeah. So they met on the set and they started dating. They kind of had an instant connection. And about a year later, he proposed and they just tied the knot. Um, Keisha had an Instagram post. They both announced it on Instagram, of course. And she talked about how they had initially planned for a destination wedding. But due to circumstances beyond their control, they weren't able to go away to tie the knot. So instead, they did kind of like a very private, intimate ceremony in their backyard. She said it was absolutely perfect and romantic. Yeah, it looked beautiful. It looked beautiful. And I feel like sometimes that's all you need. And yep, so yep. they just seem really, really happy and really kind of on top of the world and and just, you know, wishing them the best. You know, she had a really rough start in her kind of married life. She was married to, uh, what's his name? Ed. Ed, um, Ed, Ed, whatever his name is. Exactly. The, <laughs> Ed Hartwell. Ed Hartwell, who was a retired football player and also ex-husband of Lisa Wu from Real Housewives of Atlanta. And he just really didn't do right by her. They have a beautiful baby child from the marriage, which, of course, is a blessing. That's Ella. Um, and so, you know, I feel like he kind of tried to play her publicly, but you know, they did have a divorce and so she, she's found love second time around and I'm excited for her. So best wishes to both of them. Yes, absolutely. They really compliment each other. She really did. She looked like a princess Mm -hmm. in her gown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in less bubbly and exciting and warm (laughs) and fuzzy news, (laughs) you guys probably remember from last year, the Lil Fizz Omarion drama. If you follow the reality shows, and even if you don't, so of course you know Lil Fizz and Omarion from their group B2K. Um, And so Lil Fizz is on the show Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Also on the show, Omarion made appearances here and there, but you know Omarion really that wasn't his thing. However, his children's mother, April Jones, is. April Jones mm-hmm. is also like an Instagram personality businesswoman and known yeah. as, you know, the ex. I don't think they were ever married, but, you know, the, the partner of Omarion. They seem very right. happy for several years. They share two beautiful children. Um, but they had a breakup. The way April Jones describes it is Omarion just kind of abruptly was kind of like, I don't want to do this anymore. There's always got to be more to the story, but Omarion yeah. is kind of a classy guy. He doesn't really put his business out there. So she kind of just, she didn't say he dogs her out or anything. He was just kind of like, I can't do this anymore. Which, to, as a woman, it just kind of sounds effed up. I'm sure he had his, whatever he will say were his reasons, but he didn't want to do it anymore. And so he left the situation. And she basically started dating his bandmate, Lil Fizz. Um, so if you remember the group from the 90s, 
or actually from the 2000s, not the 90s. But yeah, I mean, it was, I don't know, I remember all the names of the guys, because I really wasn't a huge, B2K, I was kind of aging out of them. That yeah, was we like were too sisters. old for that. Yeah, my younger sisters were into them. They had some bops and stuff, so they were cute, but. All I remember is bump, bump, bump. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> bump, bump, bump. <laughs> literally, exactly. So yeah, but basically, you know, the interwebs kind of went crazy, because they felt like, um, Fizz violated bro code. Omarion never really spoke on it. He kind of kept it cute and quiet. But yeah. it was a romance that Love and Hip Hop Hollywood followed for a couple of seasons where they dated. It caused a rupture between Omarion and Fizz and his former bandmates. And then there was this big Millennium Tour coming up. It obviously caused problems because Omarion yeah. wasn't trying to go on tour with his bandmate who basically slept with his children's mother so the whole thing just got really messy and stuff but Mm -hmm. they were kind of able to make amends and so this past weekend um on stage on the millennium tour um Lil Fizz did kind of make this big public apology this big grand gesture on stage to him to say I know what I did was effed up and I just want to say I'm sorry bro you know I shouldn't have done that and that was wrong so he kind of owned it and took responsibility you know some people may think what he did was wrong some people may think he had every right to do it but he so didn't feel it was so, the right. Mm-hmm. So wait, so wait, is he? Are he and April still together? That's they're not. To, they're not together anymore. So they broke up anyway. after going public <laughs> officially. Right after officially going public, they broke up several months later. So they've been broken up for at least six to seven months now. And she was really going hard on Instagram, talking about he's the best D I ever had. And she was really Ooh. rubbing it in. Yeah, yeah. So it was very public and very messy. And at the time, Fizz was very defiant. Like, I want to love who I love. I have a real eye, blah, 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 you know. But he was just kind of like, I shouldn't have done that. There's too many women in the world. And I don't, you know, I shouldn't have done it. A lot right. of people are speculating that he did it because basically Omarion had kicked him off of the Millennium Tour and he didn't think he, you know, he was basically mess, it was messing with his coin. So people mm-hmm. didn't feel it was genuine. I don't mm-hmm. know. But, you know, and also people were like, well, why would he apologize on stage? He could have apologized behind the scenes privately. I'm quite sure that he did go to him and apologize privately. However, this became a huge, big, public, messy scandal. I kind of feel like he owed it to Omarion. You embarrassed him publicly. Why don't right. you apologize publicly? So he probably did both. Right, and it, it, it right. looked a little staged because immediately after he apologized and they gave each other a pound or whatever, the music queued up and it was like the song about. So it just kind of was probably something that was a part of the show. But I'm here for Jesus. it. I'm here for the, 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 the theatrics and the pomp and circumstance and the whole bit because it was a big thing. I do think he owed him, you know, an apology publicly. So if you're gonna apologize for that, you may or may not agree with that. Yeah, um, I mean, there was I, a. I, I don't know if he necessarily needed to since they were broken up but I mean yeah, yeah. I guess dude I guess if you if you don't want to fuck with your coin like that then yeah do what you gotta do yeah you gotta do what you gotta yeah. do because that mm-hmm. millennium tour was sold out in every state yes every that's day. you know that's the popular you know it's fun to go back to those old school tours so I'm sure you know Fizz wanted to be a part of that not miss out on that I cannot believe the Millennium Tour is now old school. What the? Yeah, I anyway. know. Isn't that crazy? I know. It is old school. Yes. Oh, yes. Jesus. Oh, Lord. I don't even know what to say. Now. I mean, it's not. I just love this earth, wind, and fire old school, but, you know. So, what would be old school for us? Like, Jodeci Boys to Men? Our, yeah, I think our old school is like Jodeci Boys to Men next, you know, 
jagged yeah, edge. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 112, yeah, yeah, 112, yeah, yeah, like that yeah. bad boy reunion, that's kind of, oh, that was us, yeah, that was us, yeah, because they, yeah. they probably had, like, as opening, like, the, the 112 and all them and stuff, Total. So. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, okay. that would be a good all tour, right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. finally, in more messy hot topics, see, I started with the positive, at least, but it's more messy, <laughs> And more messy news. I don't know if you guys watch um, Blacking Chicago, um, but even if you don't, this was covered on some of the outlets, the black outlets, several months ago when it went down. But um, Ryan Henry, who is the star of Black Ink Chicago, oh, he is so fine. Sidebar. He is. Jesus. Merc- he really is. Oh, oh my God. God. He is fine. Yeah. And his just his swag is just so impeccable. He's a business owner. He keeps it professional and classy. You know, what I'm about to news I'm about to share is very messy. But in his business <laughs> life, he keeps it very classy and professional. And he, he really knows how to good. run a business. He looks good. Oh, he just looks so good. And he's like my tight tight. But it's just, it's just uh, it makes me want to ask my man to grow his hair out. And he would never do that. He's like a professional, but it's just Yes, yes, oh, yes. Child. But anyway, so that Ryan Henry. But anyway, he, he was going through a lot. He was going through his own stuff. He's been in therapy for the past three years, and I really commend oh, him for wow. that. Oh, but basically, as a result of going through all that he was going through, and it was kind of like breakup from his longtime girlfriend, Rachel, and the mother of his they share two children and just going through like the COVID and the business and being depressed. He lost his sister. She was murdered and some gun violence. Oh, in He's been through a whole mm. bunch of stuff and that was covered on the show. But in any event, it did lead to him making very poor choices. And he ultimately slept with his best friend since childhood's child's mother. <gasps> kind of similar to, I guess, the, <sighs> guess but it's a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy, his name is Anthony, apparently had was going through cancer at the time. So he was sick. And I'm not sure why that is what, how Ryan chose to act out, but he just kind of was like, I was going through my own stuff. Anthony, this wasn't about you. This was about me. But they did have a fling. Anthony found out about it by accident. Anthony's son is Ryan's godson. So, oh my God. Yeah. So Anthony happened to be going through his son's phone, as parents tend to do, because I definitely check my kids' text messages and stuff every now and then. Mm-hmm. And he saw some exchanges, some correspondences between Ryan and his children's mother. And, you know, needless to say, Anthony was extremely devastated. He immediately, you know, he confronted Ryan and he also confronted Rachel, who is, you know, Ryan's ex, ex who we just talked about. And he wanted, right. he wanted Rachel to know what Ryan had done because he knew that would hurt Ryan. So it just got really messy. But anyway, the season premiered this week and they kind of had the first conversation since the whole thing went down on social media. Anthony basically did a whole Instagram post of it because he was really hurt. And I guess he kind of needed to express it in that way. He wanted the world to know what Ryan did. So okay. it, it they had this, this, it was a very good, you know, kind of conversation. It'll continue next week, but okay. yeah, just, just messy Ooh. that, that Ryan with his fine self, you know, he was wrong <laughs> for that, but ooh, that's, that's it. Yeah. It is. Ooh, ooh, child. It that is. Ooh, child. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> There's a lot of people in this world. You yeah, I can really see, I, I, but I can see why she slept with him, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh my I goodness, that Ryan. Even even Omarion, I'm like, he's cute. But Omarion's he's so, very he's cute. So, he's, they're so young, but yeah, I like that yeah. Omarion. I like a man who can dance. That's very attractive to me. You know, you know his little his little dance is so popular now. On uh, oh my gosh, that is so Everybody's funny. Everybody's making fun of it. I'm just like, it's hilarious. So funny. Mm-hmm. Oh god, he's he's talented though. He is. He is mm-hmm. a talented young guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So that's it, child, and hot topics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So let's take us a little break and we'll come back and get to talking about our topic of the week, which is um about soulmates and love a second time around. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Everyone, we are back. So, Yakini, what what do you want to talk about this week? You said you want to talk about having more than one soulmate and love a second time around. Yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I guess I just wondered if you have someone who you considered your soulmate and for whatever reason, you, you end up not with that person. It could be that you all grow apart and it leads to divorce or or it could be that you've lost them in some other tragic way. But I wondered what people thought about the idea of having another soulmate, having someone who you feel is your soulmate twice. Mm-hmm. Do we only have one soulmate? Do we only have one lo- true love of our lives? Or is it possible to have a second? And then in general, mm-hmm. love the second time around. What does that look like? How do we feel about kind of going into that relationship in a different season of our life, you know, when we're older, more mature? How, you know, how has that been? So I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that. But what as about a, the idea? I mean, yeah, as a person who's been married twice, I mean, I I definitely think that you you can have another soulmate. Okay. Um, and I think I think about so I think about my aunt, right? So I okay. have an aunt who's been married like three times. Mm-hmm. Her well, her well, two times really. Her first okay. marriage ended in in death, or her husband okay. died, mm-hmm. and um, she was single for a minute, and then she fell back in love with someone that she went to high school with. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. had a beautiful, beautiful relationship for like almost ten years, mm-hmm. and then he too passed away. Oh. And so she was devastated, like, mm-hmm. like, like it was sudden, like we 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 weren't expecting it or anything like that. Mm. And so now she's dating someone else that was from her past, way, way like long time ago. Yeah, and she's happy again. So I'm just like. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe it's possible to. Uh, I, I think she's a person that feels deeply. Yes, is very in in in, in what do you call it? Empath. You know what I mean? Yes, and she just yes. feels people. She she's very emotional. Yes, yes. Um, she connects with people um deeply, and so she had this, this these deep connections. Um, yeah, you know, she never really severed with that person. Yeah. And so I think she feels like I don't know if she'd say that the last guy is her soulmate. Right, maybe not uh, given yet. That, yeah. Given mm-hmm. that they, you know, it's been like 40 years since they've been together. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I de- I definitely think she thought the second the second husband was definitely a soulmate. Like yeah. for real, for real. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, her children's father the first time around, you know, mm-hmm. there was some attachment there too, because they mm-hmm you know, parted, then got back together. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there were some mm-hmm. other issues going on, but they parted and got back together. Uh, so, I mean, I, I definitely think that, you know, you can have I, more than one soulmate, for I sure, do, for sure. I think in the, in the scenarios that you described, being that those men, her first and second husband, it felt like they were the loves of her life in that moment, mm-hmm. and then she mm-hmm. lost them to death. Mm-hmm. It's not like they, they divorced. I feel like they absolutely were her soulmates. And I feel like you absolutely can have more than one. I don't know. I can only speak from my experience. If you have had two, three, four, five, and I'm not judging, you know, because I said before we got on this podcast that if I needed to have two, three, four, five, five, (laughs) I'm going to have two, three, four, five. Right, right, right. But I don't know if you part from your spouse 
because of, you know, irreconcilable differences is that your soulmate or maybe you thought he was the one and he wasn't because I know for myself, my first husband was not my soulmate. And I, but, but at the same time, I don't know that I thought he was in the marriage. Maybe I might have deluded myself into saying he was never my soulmate, even if we were still married today. Right. He wasn't my soulmate. Right. Right. Um, right. But I don't know about women who have been just deeply in love with their husband. And then for whatever reason, they separated, you know, maybe he left or maybe she didn't want like, do you call him your soulmate or does a soulmate mean that you a soulmate? When you look at it at the trajectory of the relationship, it's it's how you all operate it, you know what mm-hmm, I mean? So if mm-hmm. you operate it in, in distrust or operate in a negative fashion, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. That that wasn't your soulmate. Correct. But if Correct. you operate it in a positive way and you know, it may have ended, but you know, it still ended maybe it ended amicably or whatever. That can okay. still be a soulmate. I don't think Do you have an example of what that looks like? Are there couples who kind of oh. ended with that? it was mutual respect and like what's the, what would be the circumstances where y- y- you needed to divorce even and it was so positive and uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a celebrity Me too. Um, I'm trying to think example. of like um, who had an amicable divorce? Okay, okay. At first it was Rocky. So okay, okay. Even so like my, n- maybe Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon. I'm, I, he probably yes, did his little yes, dirt. But yes, they really yes. seem like they have they such a wonderful... Amicable. Right. Yes. When, when I think, oh, maybe this couple could actually get back together, but the guy was maybe immature and needed to sow his oats or wouldn't be stupid. Yeah. But yeah. really, like, they'll end up back together. Like, I think of them as that. And I don't know that they will end up back together because he's done so much foolishness and has so many right. kids. But right. I always kind of felt like, she was too much of a woman for him, but in his own boyish way, he loved her, but he probably needed to go out and live a little bit. But I think he loved her dearly and she loved him, but she got the kids that she wanted and they kind of went their separate ways so he could do him. And I was kind of like, I could see them getting back together in the future and maybe they're soulmates. So I don't know if that would, or, if they get or, back together. I don't know. Or they're saying the argument now is that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are soulmates. See, I'm, I'm not really feeling warm and fuzzy at this I'm reunion. Not on that. <laughs> but I can see that. how if you when I'm you gravitate back together, either. people might right. be like, okay, right. so the right. universe brought you back together. Right, right. But, you know, I thought... That one feels I, sloppy, I'm not going to lie. I, okay, so her first husband was, was when she was very young. That was okay. her starter. Star we talking about J-Lo? Yeah, J-Lo. Okay. J-Lo. Mm-hmm. Her first husband was really young. Mm-hmm. She's kind of a starter husband. Mm-hmm. The second husband... Starter husband. She really... You know, light, uh-huh. and then Mark, and and then she met Ben, and uh-huh. they were together. But I think a lot of it had to do with the paparazzi and some other uh-huh. stuff. Uh-huh. And then they were he, they went their separate ways. So she uh-huh. ends up with Diddy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That I don't know what that was about. Diddy left Kim for her. It was a mess. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. I think that was uh, a fun time, and it was a good career move for her good, in that moment. Co- and, and until it, was, it was very, it was very strategic for her. Yeah, you know until I mean? it wasn't a good Diddy. career move when there was like shooting in the party. Then it right, wasn't right. And then she was like, "Oh no, let me get back to these white people." So. Yeah. So then she, hood, yeah. but then she, she also makes another strategic move and then goes with Mark Anthony, builds up her Latino base. Yeah. You know what I mean? And See, I, I feel like I that's thought they were soulmates. Me too. I still feel like they can uh, get back. That's the only one she shares children with. And it's and not even friends. about children, but right. When you're friends and you share children and you just, when you're together in interviews and I feel like this chemistry, I kind of feel like did maybe different circum- life circumstances 
you know, lend to you that you guys can't be together right now, but maybe you'll be back together later. Yeah. I don't know. I don't now, know. I will say, because I, the tea about Mark Anthony, he was married before, right? Okay. So he was married, and I think he had one, one child or something before. Mm-hmm. And so the, he left the wife. Like the for wife, they were, yeah, for J Lo. Okay. So I think they had they, their their marriage was dissolving. I put you that way. It was already kind of crumbling, mm-hmm. and then he met J Lo. And I thought the hey, and J Lo made such beautiful magic and music together, and everything. So, yeah. And I thought they were so equally yes. like matched. Yes. You know, me too. is he the most handsome man in the world? No. Is but they have he has an animal magnetism to him. Yes, yeah. yes. He's so charismatic. Yes. Do you remember Very. when they performed on American Idol together? Yes. And yes. that was like when they were about they was like just a month or so before they announced their divorce. They right. looked like they were in love. Oh, right, so, right. So much and the chemistry. concerts, the concerts, like I remember he did a concert on HBO. Mm-hmm. And like, oh my God, the La Passion. It was just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, it was just ooh, It was yeah. hot, honey. It was. It was yeah. very hot. Yeah. And you know, he yeah. sings salsa, and it's always so moody yes. and just. Yes. Uh, and I just thought for sure that's. And then when but she then, dances you know, to it, and they look at each other, it was oh, a smoldering no. gaze. They well, really that fooled me. They sold so, up. They sold I don't that know. child. Yeah. But then you know, then she got with A Rod, and I'm like, okay, so. Yeah. You know, she had some little flings in between, but then she got with A Rod. I was yeah. like, oh, "Okay, this might be it for." I then, feel like know? if someone were to ask Jennifer Hudson, not Hudson, Lord, sorry, <laughs> J Lo, like you kind of described how your aunt is just like a lover of love, and love she's a lover yes. of being being in love and romance, mm. and she's an empath. I feel that J Lo, as an artist and probably just as a creative, she probably feels that Mark Anthony was her soulmate, and I think that you know she probably feels that A Rod was her soulmate, and so soulmate, she's yeah, So yeah, I yeah, think yeah, if yeah, we were yeah. to ask her she might yeah. say that and I don't know that she would say all of them were but I right. think that she would probably agree that more than one were her soulmate and I think mm-hmm. that if that's what she believes who are we to say that that's not the case because who right. defines soulmate is there a definition right. in Webster's that a soulmate is the one per is one person you're with till the right. end and then you guys never are with anyone else or could right. be, you know right. I don't know and who yeah. says so who says a soulmate is completely romantic like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think your soulmate can also be a friend. Like okay. like the, like there's like a deep spiritual connection you may have with a friend. Okay. It could be of the opposite sex. It could be of the same sex. Mm-hmm. But it, it is a spiritual connection. It doesn't always have to be romantic. But in the romantic, yeah. I mean, we're talking about the romantic sense okay. of a soulmate. Yeah. And having like this uh, multiple soulmates that way. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that you. I definitely think there's room for, you know you to like open up the possibility of you having somebody else there's a stupid meme going around I, I, I think it's stupid about okay if your if your spouse dies oh. how long how long do you have until you start dating again oh, and I'm like, ridiculous. I'm like i'm like well it depends on i mean how would they know yeah, yeah. they're dead my, that's my argument and i, I think they know they're dead. It, i mean it it, it seems like a lot of spouses, if, if it wasn't like a sudden death that was unexpected, and it's so tragic when that happens. You it know, takes like a, a while. Crisis. Yeah, but right, because it was just so unexpected. But in the case of, say, like a Nene Leakes and a Greg, mm-hmm. I was reading the article that she was talking about, like his last days, and it just made me cry. And sometimes right. Nene gets on my nerves, and I'm not, she's not my favorite person all the time, but right. I just really felt so connected to her and just so saddened by that. Her, yes. Because mm-hmm. really, Greg was such a rock for her, and, and Greg was such a wonderful man. 
as right. far as we knew. And, you know, she just talked about how Greg had started preparing for this. And, you know, she was asking him questions. And I, I'm saying this because I really think that was her soulmate because that was yes, an example yes, of they got yes, divorced. Yes. And they actually remarried. Mm-hmm. When you remarry someone, mm-hmm. that's deep. Because the yes. first time, a lot of times we get married for different reasons. It might be the children or whatever. But when you remarry, that's something serious. So yes. she was just saying how like Greg was, you know, she was talking to him and she was like, kind of like, I don't even know, like Greg handles so many things. I don't even know who our lawn person is. I don't even know. Oh. He said, Nene, you know, there's, I don't know if you read this article. He said, Mm-mm. Nene, go in my office. And I left an envelope by the um, desk and I want you to go into that envelope and I want you to read it because I left all these instructions and stuff in it. So it was like basically he broke down Ugh. everything. And this is even as he was sick and dying. He was working oh on this God. envelope and just all mm. the details and the accounts and the money and this and that. So he really and then he also just made it really clear to her that he wanted her to live her life and be happy and move on with someone. And it's like he gave her his blessing. And I think he really Ugh. wanted that. And I think the whole question of how long this is a ghost question because it's like every circumstance is so different. I feel like when yes. you're ready to move on is when you move yes. on. There's no yes. rule. There's no book. There's no what's right, what's wrong. It's like when you're ready, when you feel ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of times people lose their partner. Maybe you were in love with them and maybe behind the scenes you were having problems and it was on the mm-hmm. rocks. But nobody may, may may have known that. So I feel like right. they need to move on when they move on. Right. They need to move on when they move on. And I, I mean, I, I think sometimes also maybe you need to mourn the relationship for mm-hmm. you know maybe sometimes more the relationship for the length of the relationship uh-huh, and and uh-huh. and not not saying like I was married twenty years I need to mourn twenty years uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I'm not gonna be Queen Victoria you know what I mean but uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean just you know take the time and just kind of sit back and like like I, I noticed that women. Uh-huh. Kind of, you know, they they take the time and and mourn and run. men move fast. Well, they they're they're doing fast. physical stuff oftentimes before the relationship ends. So and, and sometimes uh, and the other thing is they don't know how to operate or move in their lives without a woman. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. women take care of so much yeah. in the home and stuff uh, like that. Yes. You know, yes. like they don't know how to operate or do things without women, you know, being yeah. there. You know, yeah. so they feel like they need a woman to, to yeah be there with them you but know? you know it's interesting though the idea of kind of like how soon is too soon to move on and whether that's death or whether it's separation or divorce mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like for women when we initiate a separation or a divorce I think a lot of time the relationship had been failing for a while and so we had already started to check out emotionally so I just feel like women were calculated in a way not calculated in terms of being manipulative but we have mm-hmm. to plan and mm-hmm. so I, I think I've spoken before about how my relationship was over long before my right. husband and I separated Same. it's just mm-hmm. that I didn't have the confidence and also I wasn't economically prepared to move on. At least I didn't believe I could. So I had Mm -hmm. to kind of plan and stack my coins and Mm -hmm. figure out what was going to happen. And so once Mm -hmm. I felt ready for that to happen, then I was ready to say, I'm ready for it to be over. And I don't mean to sound cold, but he was acting out so badly leading up to that point. So it was kind of like, almost like begging me to make it official. But by the time I did it, I was ready mentally and financially for it to be over. So one might think, oh, wow, this person seems like they started dating so soon after. Mm -hmm. No, it's just Mm -hmm. that our relationship from the outside in may have looked like it was intact. 
but it really mm-hmm. had been over for several years. I just mm-hmm. wasn't able to pull the trigger and make that move because we shared children and we shared a home and he was the bre- the primary breadwinner and it was scary to venture out on my own, but I had right. emotionally long ago checked out. Checked it was out. just a matter yeah. of when I was able to say, get your stuff and go. Um, mm-hmm. and, and now we are so much happier co-parenting than we were living together unhappily yeah. married and yeah. stuff. So it's almost hard to kind of say, well, what is the, the etiquette for how soon one should start dating? I do think mm-hmm. there's an etiquette for one for how soon one should introduce a new partner to if there's children involved. But that's yeah. separate than, than dating. Yeah, that's separate. Because I feel yeah. like if you if you get your bags and get the F out of this house, if I want to go on a date the next night, then I'm going to go mm-hmm. on the date the next night. And that's not somebody who's in love and emo- like it's a rebound thing. It's like, no, you the thing had been over. It just physically yeah. couldn't be over because our, our finances and things were tied. Yeah. So that's yeah. tough, you know. The, I know when, for, yeah, yeah. I know for me, when, when I got divorced the first time, I, I wasn't, I was scared. Like, can yeah. you hear me? Cause like, yeah. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't know about my money. I was, mm. I was, in, so, I was in severe debt. Mm-hmm. Like I had all kind of craziness going on, mm. you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, at one point I was still in the house with mm-hmm. Tim mm-hmm. because I had put the house on the market. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. you know, I was saying, okay, I'll let you stay here. And, you know, and I'm allowing you to like get yourself together. And when they finally left and stuff, um, you know, I'm in this house by myself and I'm feeling mm-hmm. like a failure and blah blah yes. There's yes. all these other things to navigate. And I remember my, my mom told me, she said, um, you know, let let the house go, you will get another house. Whew! You know what I'm saying? Jesus. She said, Let yes. him go, you gonna get another man. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Let let it go. You know what I'm saying? You're yes. gonna find something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, she, you know, and I remember t- her telling me, you know, because yes. I've I, I spoken about her and my dad have had a rocky relationship. Yes. But yes. she told me that, you know, she yeah. thought I was so brave for just yeah. like leaving and knowing when it's not right and not speaking. speaking yes. Around. Yes. Because, you know, she wasn't, she, was not in a, she mm-hmm. wasn't in a position to do that because of her health, yes. because of her own finances and yep. things like that. So, it was know, a different time at that time. Women time. didn't really, they were more financially dependent. And it was, mm-hmm. it's a different kind of um, the way their friends and everything perceive them in the church. It's like, it's it's different mm-hmm. today. We're able to leave and be independent in a way that our, the previous generations maybe didn't have that luxury to do that, you know, to yeah. up and go. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if my mom was my dad's soulmate or whatever, yeah. but I will say when she died, almost six years ago the the shift in him was so dramatic like i i can't i don't recognize him you know what i mean yeah like, no that's he, amazing because i know that crazy. you guys i know things were sometimes strained between mm-hmm. you guys because mm-hmm. of his relationship mm-hmm. with your mom and i know you mm-hmm. talked about that so the mm-hmm. fact that you would say how that her losing her impacted him mm-hmm. sometimes men can be so dumb and not appreciate mm-hmm. what they have and then it can change them when they realize yeah you know, who's that yeah person. He, wow. yeah 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 it, it, you did know, it soften it, him like what was the oh yeah on him oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah it, it definitely softened him and then when I had a baby and, and mm-hmm. got pregnant it was just like you know I, I remember I was in the hospital I looked up the first person I saw was my dad coming down the hall I was not expecting that Oh, you know, so I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. things change. I tell my brother too, things change people. Yes, you know yes, what I'm saying. Things, yes. things change people. You know, yes, yes. and I think, and, and speaking of soulmates and stuff, I thought about my brother. My brother yeah. has been with his partner, I know, twenty years. 
Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and my brother was, you know, kind of, he's, he's my, my brother's partner is a little older than him. Okay. Um, is this your younger brother or your older brother? My older brother. My oldest, my oldest. He's brother, older. My okay. older brother. You damn yeah. sure look like twins. So I can't tell. <laughs> he's but anyway. older than me. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's, he's six years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but his husband is, is significantly older than him. I think maybe about 15 years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, he's like, that's my soulmate. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I know that that's my soulmate, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I remember when they got married, it was so emotional because he was like, you know, in his vows, he was like, you know, we've been together and, you know, we got married finally when it was able to be legal, you know, for two men to get married. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was, it, was, it was, I mean, it's a lot of really like crazy, crazy stuff that he went through. Yeah. And, and yeah. Just to be with somebody in their relationship. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, soulmates look different, man. They look yes. different. I, I don't, I, if something happened to my, 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 my brother's husband, I think he would be devastated. Yes. I don't think he, I really don't think he could move on like that. Yeah. But, you know, oh, I mean, I hate, I hate to think about it in such sour ways. But, no, but, but yeah, you know, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And he's, he, my brother's still fairly young. But at the same time, he might, you know, I don't see him moving on very fast like yeah, that. That's not yeah. that's not how he operates. And he's yes. very he's a cancer, so he's very sensitive. So he I don't see him moving on like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean soulmates also impact our lives in so many like different ways. You know what yes. I mean? Like yes. you know, the way we move, the way we operate, and then when they're out of our lives, you know, we, that's when you know somebody's your soulmate. As soon as that they leave, there's like this void there that, that that nothing and nobody else can feel. Yeah. Even if you even if you start dating somebody else casually or whatever and yeah. you start and if you knew that person was your soulmate in some kind of way there's still going to be a hole and you're still trying to going to be trying to plug that emptiness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you, that's when you know that you had a soulmate, you know, if, yeah. you, if you're trying to plug emptiness and it's just not happening and it's not working, yeah. that's when you, that's when you know you had a soulmate and, and it's not, you know, you may meet somebody else, but you know, yeah, they, they would really have to be able to, feel that whole and 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 more you know yes. I mean? to like be able to say okay this is my soulmate too. right but yeah right. yeah, yeah. It, I mean it's possible but yeah. you know it, and it's I think hard. you can be really in love with someone and really care about them and even make them your world and they're not your soulmate because I definitely mm-hmm. don't think that my ex-husband was my soulmate and I loved mm-hmm. him so much like I was very in love with him and mm-hmm. you know and the relationship went on for much longer than it should have not just mm-hmm. because as I described that I was afraid to kind of branch out emotionally mm-hmm. and financially but also because I really loved him and I really mm-hmm. wanted it to work like mm-hmm. I really wanted him to to make positive changes and do better until right. I had to just come to terms with the fact that he is who he is he's not right. going to be anyone Same. different and yep. you know I can love him as much as I want but I have to love myself more um and yes. I realized he wasn't mm-hmm. my soulmate but I does it doesn't mean that I that I don't that I was not very much in love with him. I just don't think he was that one. And I, I don't know that my current partner is. Maybe he is. I don't know. So I don't know that I've had a soulmate. So I'm sitting here really? talking about, can you have more than one? <laughs> I hope that I eventually find that really? one. I've definitely uh, had men who I've loved very deeply, but I, I don't know that I've had my soulmate yet. I, I definitely think, I, I definitely think my husband is my soulmate mm-hmm. in, in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, at the same time, I have, I feel like I have, some platonic soulmates, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes. Friends that I know that, you know, are my soulmates and that mm-hmm. like I can just 
drop anything for. But I'm thinking of, I'm thinking back to like guys like I definitely know my first husband knows he was not my soulmate. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but I'm thinking back to guys that I dated. Mm-hmm. Um, there may have been one one more that I that probably was my soulmate. Mm-hmm. Um, but for whatever circumstances I we definitely weren't able to get soulmates. together. Definitely yeah. Didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm questioning yeah. my choice and guys that yeah. I definitely didn't make new soulmates. Yeah, but yeah, no, like, that's I think yeah. a lot of people can t- reflect to like a high school or college love, and maybe you know you were too young for it to have happened, but they could be your soulmate. And I have guys who, if things didn't work out currently, who I would like to see what could be, who are to this mm-hmm. day have expressed that they would like to see what could be, and maybe they're my soulmate. I don't know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm o- my heart is open. I don't know. Yeah, but mm. I I just I just um I don't know like like if it was meant to be it was meant to be you mm. know what I mean like I'm not gonna I wouldn't I wouldn't I definitely wouldn't have forced it but looking back on it mm-hmm. I realized that there were circumstances out of out of either one of our control it was nothing negative you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying that impacted us yeah but just certain circumstances out of our control that for for whatever reason we just didn't end up together yeah. and that's fine yeah. you know what i'm saying we're still uh-huh. cordial we're still yeah. cool yeah but yeah. you know what i'm saying no, no funny business or nothing like that but sure yeah. you know yeah. mm-hmm. you know for whatever reasons we just didn't end up together so you know maybe i don't know but uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. i just i don't know i i, mm-hmm. I don't I'm, I'm not interested i told i told jesson look here if something happened between you and me, I said, I'm done. I'm, I'm out of the game. I'm, I'm out. I'm retiring. Mm-hmm. He was like, you retired at like 50-something or whatever? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Uh, he, he, it was, well, then he went older. He said, you retiring at like 70? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, yep. So what I got what I got to be doing at 70? Child, please. <laughs> Child, please. Uh, I should be sitting back enjoying my grandkids or whatever. Yeah, I hope you so. Know? Right. So, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> She gonna be in her what late thirties? So shoot, yeah, yeah, no way. yeah. No Join your grandbabies and spoiling right. them. Stuff. Right, I need to be sitting down somewhere enjoying my golden <laughs> years. I need right. to trying to be I out here, a hot um, girl summer at nursing home, nursing home. Pimping. Right, I'm not trying yeah. to do that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh my gosh! But, but you might have a little special friend though. You know, a little companion. <laughs> Just a little companion. That's Mr. Robert who comes yeah, over. Mr. Robert, he comes over. He thinks he, he thinks the grass, you know, friend. right? He cuts the grass sometimes, right. you know. That's Granny's little special friend. We all know Mr. Robert. You never know. <laughs> Mr. Robert might be your soulmate. So. <laughs> no, 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 no way. Oh, God. Grow oh, God. And swing, rock on the swing together till the end. But oh, anyway, but yeah, no, I oh, think people God. should should know that it. I I think that we both kind of agreed then that you can have more than one soulmate oh, and yeah. it's okay. Yeah, and I also definitely so, okay. agree that a soulmate could be same sex, a friend. Because I know we're talking about romantically, but I think yeah, you could yeah. have a a deep soul connection and have a soulmate who is a a special friendship. So yes, yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. So, but right now, I think I'm good. I'm chilling. I don't, yeah. I don't, need, I don't need any more soul ties right now. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Although sure. the idea of a soul tie is stupid, but I, I mean, just soulmate, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Right well, you feel yeah. like Jay is your soulmate. So you're good oh, right yeah, now. I'm good yeah. Right now. So, yeah. 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 I'm good. Yeah. And I hope my boyfriend is my soulmate, but that remains to be seen. We celebrated <laughs> one year last That's lovely. month. Lovely. Or two mm-hmm. months ago, excuse me. Yeah, two months. And yeah, yeah. And, um, 
Time shall tell. Time shall tell. <laughs> Time will be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. So let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll talk about our reading romance and watching romance and listening romance segments. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. So this week in reading romance, I know I gave you guys a um, list for our fall uh, reading list, but I'm also reading an old book. Well, I've had it on my list for a while. I'm trying to dig into my TBR uh, list, to be read list, Uh uh, which is so long, (laughs) Um, but I am reading The Trouble with Hating You by Sajni Patel, and it is so good. It is about a girl... Um, whose parents are constantly trying to set her up with men. Uh-huh. Um, she comes from a Hindu uh, family, and they're constantly trying to set her up with guys. And uh-huh. then she, she, they finally set up with this guy. She runs out on the family meeting, runs into him. He thinks she's the rudest girl in the world. Blah blah. blah. She gets to work, and guess what? He's there at her job as a new. Oh, attorney. I love that trope. I like that. That's I weird. love it. I love and it. And so, um, you know, there's some other kind of deeper backstories. You know, trigger warning. There's some stuff in there about sexual assault okay. and stuff like that. But it's such a good story. It's kind of a slow burn, mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. such a good story um, about you know finding love and yes. you know healing old wounds mm-hmm, and opening yourself mm-hmm. up to the possibility of love so it's mm-hmm. it's so good but it's called the trouble with hating you by Sajmi Patel that sounds so cute mm-hmm. yeah have you been watching anything in our watching romance segment anything nothing really exciting you know nothing mm. worth sharing I'm excited about the this current mm. season of family reunion it's really not romance it's comedy mm. but it's good wholesome comedy I don't know if you guys watch it with oh, Tia Mari. Uh, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and Loretta Devine. Yes. It's just a cute little yeah. show that I like to watch with the kids. So I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, about it. So I, ha- I do have our um, holiday list up, you guys, for um, this coming holiday season with all the movies. Let me tell y'all something. It's so many movies. I don't know how we're going to have time to watch mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Because it, they have really outdone themselves with movies. Not only that, like Hallmark has some movies. Hallmark movies and mysteries have movies. Up TV has one or two. So does um, Ion has one or two. One with our girl Vivica Fox in it. Mm. Um, yeah, new ones. It's like a murder, like a mystery kind of mystery. What? Thing. I yeah, didn't know Christmas. about these. Yeah, yeah, it's on the list. Okay. Um, okay let me good. see if I can um, pull up some that mm-hmm. I have some highlights about. But we'll we'll get more in depth um, okay. with them in the in the next coming um, mm-hmm. weeks. But it's called Private Eye Christmas with Vivica Fox. It, it comes out December 4th. Um, and so Lifetime is really giving us what we need, y'all. They got a plethora <laughs> of holiday movies featuring people of color. Yes. This year, we, we are, in addition to having Asian folks, we also have a Southeast Asian, mm-hmm. um, a South Asian, excuse me, um, family of, of like Indian folks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they might be Indian Indian uh, Hindu or something like that. Okay. Um, there's also going to be Kirk Franklin's uh, Gospel Christmas that's on Lifetime. So Lifetime got us covered. In wow, addition to wonderful. that, BET and BET Plus also has us covered with a ton of Christmas movies. Um, I also added some from, uh, if you have the channel GAC Family, 
There's a Christmas movie on there with, with Kaya GAC Bernard. Family? What is that? So GAC Family, if you're a lover of Lifetime okay. and Hallmark, well, actually Hallmark, it's it's a new um, a new uh, channel from the guy who was a president or something at Hallmark. So okay. he, left, he left and decided to start his own channel, which is GAC Family. So it's okay. kind of on that same vein of Up TV Aspire. Okay, like nice, nice. So it, so it's called GAC Family. There's a movie coming on there on on the 13th of November with Rakaia Bernard. She's been in a lot of the Christmas and Evergreen things on um, Hallmark. So okay. um, still don't really have anything from Freeform yet. But again, BC has us covered. Own has about four more movies coming out too. They giving us what we need to. One of them starring Deborah Joy Wines. They used to be in uh, Greenleaf. Yes, we love her. We love her. We love her. So she has. A she pissed me off coming. for a minute, but <laughs> by the end, yes, by the end she redeemed yes, herself. Yes. So, uh-huh. um, yeah. So, girl, that charity used to get on my damn. Oh my anyway, goodness. Um, I hope yeah. she has an opportunity to sing in this. She's so believe, oh, so talented. I believe, I believe. I believe it does have mm-hmm. a little musical musical like note in it. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, and then the streaming also has tons. But anyway, you guys go look. There's a Dropbox. You can print it out. Everything you need is there. Some things don't have dates yet, but okay. you know, it, it, it's stuff. To, I literally to print there. out your calendar and put it on my wall because I don't want to miss anything. And every season, yes. I sometimes do, but that calendar is a godsend every season. So I, yeah. we, we thank you. For taking the time <laughs> to do that for us, really and, from the bottom and of our heart. Check it. The calendar has gotten so popular yeah. that I have like other writer friends and other communities that I'm in. They're like, oh, so when is the calendar coming? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I send it to know, my coworkers too, and they appreciate yes, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a link. If you go to our Romance and Color Instagram, the link is there at the top for you to download the Dropbox mm-hmm. and just you know, be able to print it out. Make sure you print out the whole thing because some of them may get cut off. So make mm-hmm. sure you just print out the whole thing. It may be a couple pages, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, print it out. It's, it's probably best to print it out on, like, legal paper versus letter paper. Okay, uh, thank you for that. Because it's, so it's so big. So Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I've been re-watching, in addition to that, I've been re-watching the show on HBO Max and it's called Starstruck. Okay. Y'all, when I tell you, it gave me the rom-com jolt that I needed. So, it was so damn good. And it's a series. It's coming back next year. They already optioned it for season two. But it's about a girl from, like, New Zealand. I think she's Maori from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And she moves to London. And she works as a nanny and does all these other odd jobs, works in a movie theater and all this stuff. And she ends up having, like, a one-night stand going home with this guy, right? This Indian guy. Good looking guy, you know, she's like, Oh, he's a good looking dude, whatever. She doesn't have a lot of luck and love. And and I love that she's a quote unquote I guess she's I guess I always say, Yeah, she's a plus size girl. You know what I'm saying? She's not a skinny girl yes. mm-hmm. at all. You know, mm-hmm. very unconventionally beautiful, definitely a person of color, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so um she goes home with the guy, she sleeps with him. Unbeknownst to her, she does not know that she is test slept with one of the largest action stars in the world. So she oh. slept with this. She slept oh. with this big time movie star. She's like, okay. "What the okay. fuck? I need to get up out of here." Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of about the pull and pull, the pull and tug of their relationship, trying mm-hmm. to balance him being a superstar, her, you know, just being an ordinary girl. And it's such a Cinderella love. I mean, y- y'all would love. Oh, it. I'm telling, sounds I'm lovely. Y'all to watch it. So 
It's on HBO Max. It's called Starstruck. And it's amazing. Okay, that um, sounds super cute. So good. And in listening romance, I want to give a shout out to another podcast. It is the Romance Ever After podcast with my friend Allie Parker. Allie talks exclusively about what we talked about last week, which is rom-coms. All rom-coms. Oh, okay. She talks about nothing but rom-com, movies, um, some mm-hmm. books. Um, Allie is also a writer as well, uh, but she does talk a lot about rom-coms. She's had a lot of um, uh, of my favorite authors on there and stuff. And as a matter of fact, I think she had Rebecca Weatherspoon on there. And they were talking about Deliver Us from Eva, actually. Oh, um, okay. So I think that was the last podcast that she put out. So you all check her out. It's Romance Ever After podcast with Allie Parker. Oh, that's so, cute. I like the name of it. Very cute. Yeah, it's so cute. It's such a good podcast. She talks to a whole lot of people. She talks to, um, she, she also talked to, um, I think, what's her name? Nicole from, um, used to be on the Thirsty, um, the Thirst Aid Kit podcast. Um, she okay. talked to her as well. It, it's just such a good, well-known podcast that I love. Oh, nice. For that. She does it by herself, so, but she has guests sometimes. Yeah, she has guests from time okay. to time. So she mm-hmm. does it by herself. So it's so good. So yeah, you guys will really, nice. really enjoy it. I think she may be on a slight hiatus now, mm-hmm. but she's coming back soon, so. Yeah, you guys would love awesome it. Awesome so, sauce. Yeah, so again, Allie, uh, Romance Ever After podcast with Allie Parker. So, yep, that's cool. it, you guys, for the podcast. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this week. Um, stay tuned. Next week, again, we're going to have um, an interview with um, author Kenya Wright, who has written 61, y'all. 61 oh. books. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay. And some of which are available on Spotify. So please go check out her Spotify under the Kenya Wright. Um, so, but I'll leave all the information when the podcast drops. So then, so that's that'll be you guys. exciting. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. You can't, mm-hmm. you need to listen to a girl because it's so steamy. Oh my oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's so steamy, girl. I listened to the one with the fireman. I almost, I almost literally set on, got set on fire, but it was so good. <laughs> okay. was so good. That was, that yeah. was called when the, it was called when the smoke clears. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But anyway, oh you guys. <laughs> yes. So anyway, you guys, I we will see you all next week. Have um, a great week and stay later. safe. And stay safe. Also, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm yes. going to go get a mammogram tomorrow, actually. Yes. So yes. I want to remind you guys, please get your mammograms this month for Breast Cancer yes. Awareness Month. Yes. So yes. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. See you next Bye. time. Bye. See ya.